Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of We Like Having Fun, an Office Hours Live with Tim Heidecker recap podcast. I am coming to you live from Niagara Falls, New York, and on the line with me is my now new co-host who's now gotten his feet wet last week on the show, my brother, Joe, taking over for Carl. Joe, what, how was your experience last week how, after uh, you know looking back and, and listening, if you did listen, how, how did it, uh, how'd you feel about it? Hi, I felt uh, I felt it was uh, comfortable and not that awkward. I thought it was going to be very awkward to listen back to it, but it, it wasn't. So I guess it was uh, it's workable. We can do it. Maybe. Did you uh, did you know the music underneath? Did you recognize any of that? Um, actually, I didn't. I didn't know it. I didn't recognize it. Well, you had said to me, we had spoken after, oh, you should do some uh, Nina Rota, uh, Nino Rota, and that's exactly what I did. I, I found a full, like, greatest three album collection of uh, Nino Rota, and I just, I did all non-Godfather. I just did all, you know, non- My favorite. Uh... I, I did all the non-traditional things, but there was lots of Fellini in there, and um, but it's low, uh-huh. so it's hard to notice. I, but. I, I, my go-tos are Julieta Spirit uh, and uh, La uh, Dolce Vida and mm-hmm. and Eight and a Half. Those are like my top Nina Rota scores. And I guess I didn't identify them, but I, I maybe I wasn't listening very closely. Yeah, I, I'm, I always wonder how if anybody notices this music that I throw under there. It doesn't take very long for me to do, so I'm not that worried about it. I I think it's nice, a nice little bed of something, and just kind of keeps it flowing now when you when you're putting that in there do you have to listen to the whole episode as you're putting it in there or no you, i i you, you just, no 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 i just throw songs under there and then i know the levels at this point just to knock them down and i do a little automation at the beginning and the end of the of the podcast and that's it um, i've definitely heard you play a lot of zelda music in the past yeah, that was a that was a common thread between me and Carl. He loves Zelda music, and and so did I. And he loves Zelda. I'm a big Zelda music fan too. So uh, that was like our connection. Even though he never listened to the the podcast ever, so I was like, "Did you hear all that music?" You know, he's like, "No, nah, I didn't get a chance to listen." So I was putting in these Easter eggs for him, and he wasn't picking up on them. But well, it's all good. I'll, I'll look out for the next the next Easter eggs if if you do some more. Sure, because, sure. Uh, I try to tie them in like the other episode uh, I did. All, you know, war on drugs. Like if we're talking about the Grateful Dead, I'll put some Grateful Dead under there. It's not it's not super uh, not a big code. I'll be looking for some uh, pixies then. Could be some pixies. Uh, let's get into the episode. So, um, it was Tim's birthday. If you and we knew that I knew this was happening um where you you were uh, from last week they said oh next week is tim's birthday so i was wondering what they were gonna do for tim's birthday and i thought um the right off the bat it started weird and i was like oh we're in for something today it started with the the strange swearing guitar man uh kicked up this old man do you know what that's did you were you no idea what that was about. No idea what that was. Okay, so that's a viral video of a... This is a guy that was in a viral video, and he's, like, playing guitar, and he falls off his chair and, like, yells fuck 
It's just a funny, it was just a viral video. They've played it on the show before. They, Matt or somebody tracked him down and asked him to do give Tim a, you know, <laughs> a birthday message. It was a strange way to start, but it was funny. Um, if you knew what that guy was, it was like, whoa, shit. I can't, that's what a strange, uh, it, actually the guy said it was from Matt. So what a strange kind of track down that guy of all people. Um, not even like a super... You know, he's been, you know, they've talked about him a little bit, but it's not like he was a huge, uh, you know, part of office hours or anything, but very funny. Um, he talked about, you know, the guy mentioned rock and roll Gary and said fuck a couple times. That's like his, his tagline is fuck because he fell down off a chair and said fuck one time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was that. And then when we came on the air... It was like, whoa, okay, Doug is standing in the front wearing a suit. And uh, that was just kind of took me, you know, by surprise a little bit. Did you, you were watching at this point, were you like, whoa, okay, what's happening here? Did you think it was a bit? What did you think was happening here? I didn't know. I thought maybe we were going to have Doug open the show because there was going to be some setup to some some kind of bit that was going to happen. Yeah. Kind of like some other episodes. They did little things like that, and uh, I thought that might be what we were going to have, you know, and uh, I wanted, I desperately wanted Tim to be there anytime, you know, he could get there, and <laughs> he did not get there. But, it, you know, it, I, I enjoyed... I thought Doug, Doug, yeah, I thought Doug Doug's did a, a nice roasting. I thought Doug did a very, it was a very funny, you know, they they did like the David Letterman kind of throw the card sort of stuff. It was um, it was all like very corny puns and very corny. It seemed like you know he even I think he mentioned later like he put it together in not very long amount of time and it didn't it didn't seem like it was like it was right on that edge of like this is clever and funny but very dumb and uh you know like it it seemed like it was classic Doug kind of came up with this stuff quickly but it's funny um you know QAnon Quiznos Anonymous like that stuff is funny uh but it's it not but it, cute yeah cute cute, cute and funny humor. um smiling yes humor. I I laughed quite a bit um you know they talked about his smelly pits and you know some some like you know, of the moment jokes like GameStop, he makes GameStop with his smelly pits. Um, I thought that stuff was funny. <laughs> GameStop, yeah, that was the, once he, he, it was like the setup to his next joke to say, like, the, you know, the, the game as yeah, in then, then he, yeah, then, and then he like, went into Groundhog, and then, yeah, and then he went into Groundhog Day, like, yeah, it was, it was tied together well, like, it was, there was a good order. He did the, the pickle thing, which Vlasic Rock you know, uh, which, you know, he's he does the pickle drops and he only likes Vic because his last name is Burger, um, <laughs> which is just very dumb, but <laughs> it's funny. I, I like it. Um, so, yeah, I thought I thought this opening was was very funny. I thought it was cute to see the boys dressed up. And I wrote, like, is Tim coming? Like, this is still Timless. Like, what's going on? Is this a bit? Is he going to come running out all pissed off or something? Like, it was really kind of strange to just be feeling this live i watched live like okay and then doug started doing like the normal announcements and it was like okay maybe this is you know he starts talking about 
you know, they're selling the tapes and he's announcing the the Patreon yeah. Super Bowl party and start he's starting to go through the rundown of the show normally how Tim would and it was like, okay, maybe I guess I Tim's really not point, coming. I think at some point Matt like blurted out like, yeah, Tim's not coming. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> just like you're crushed. Oh, no, huh? are like you, you just? Oh, wow. I, wa- well, I was I was I was fine with that. I was like, OK, let's see what the boys can do. Like I'm I, I'm I've seen enough of these episodes and listened enough that like anything different now is to me just a fun, different thing to see how they do. You know what I mean? Not even like, is it? great or is it better or is it worse it's just about like okay well this is different and it's new so let's let's see how you know it's like it's like um an episode of i don't know i'm trying to think of some sort of show where like the the roles are reversed or something you know like doug doing city of the day you know is like just just the simple little things like that him like leading through the interviews i thought um just gave it a obviously a very different vibe that I was open to listening to. I think it, you know, potentially ran out of steam after a while. There was maybe, maybe more dead space uh, throughout than usual. Um, it's a big, uh, it's it's a, it's a large void that they were, you know, they were trying to fill it, and it was, um, they, you know, I was optimistic that it would be an entertaining show, but then at the same time, you know, it, it, Tim's just a a presence and he brings so much that you they, they they seemed a little nervous and they seemed like you know okay what do we do now kind of you know yeah well the, the, heads i think that i think that the, was, yeah i think the show usually has that stuff but tim is like good at turning every little moment of what the fuck is going on what's next into a fun funny moment you know if he's frustrated or if he's you know or he'll just go he just goes off on tangents obviously he's filled with stories and st- everything that he does yeah so he, he he does do that but he he manages also to be like okay well, what's next what's next? yes you know because yes. he keeps him he's moving. not like um like too impressed with like any one particular thing for, for very long and that's what i like that he's like because yeah he's impatient with, with his own show, he's impatient with his own show it, he's like like all right with, okay yeah. this isn't good let's and go. you can see if somebody's not doing that what can happen what why it maybe can feel things can be, feel long or feel, yeah if people are know, just ni- if people are just nice to the <laughs> just nice to the guests and yeah, stuff it's just it's like suddenly... oh yeah okay this is <laughs> it's not as fun when somebody's just nice to the guests um but let's go through city of the day was um uh brought to you by Cato Kalen's Cato Cleanse which is a um a non keto Diet thing. Um, I guess they said Matt uh, uh, came up with this one. It was read by a Zoomer, which I th- I thought the Zoomer did a good job reading it. He was he he nailed the copy. Um, and even this even this when when Tim reads that copy, he usually fumbles through it or he gets he gets bored of you know he gets he doesn't want to read the whole thing through and that becomes a little you know moment right. Um, yeah. It, it gets fumbled sometimes. It gets fumbled. It, Tim like doesn't doesn't feel like reading the whole thing, and Doug's like, "Come on, read it. I wrote that whole thing. Like that's you got to read it." And that's, that's that in itself is a bit that you. That's his on cinema like uh-huh. stumbling over the words a little bit. Take it might be it might be natural. We'll never know. I, I you know I think that I think that he uses it to his advantage. Him stumbling over words and has turned that into an art form. But um, 
So Tim's sister, I thought that was, uh, you know, probably not the most thrilling, <laughs> you know, guest we've ever had. But it was it was fun to hear her tell some little stories. I, I liked I liked thinking of little Tim, all the singing and like just like, you know, this insufferable like singing and hey, guys, today is going to be, you know, musical theater day where we just sing all the time. You know, like you don't picture him as. I, you know, I would kill to see him like in these, um, you know, high school plays and community theater and stuff. Like, it just doesn't seem like. Could you imagine him like giving his like all and like his like gen- like a genuine performance to something? Yeah, I I can kind of picture it, but like you know, it, I can picture, I picture it. I picture other um, people I know that were sort of like him a little bit. Or would have been like him, you know, like I, I have a friend that was a theater guy and he was like a, a goof. He was a big clown and he was always clowning around. And the sense of humor is sort of similar to Tim. So like I sort of think of that guy. But yeah, I picture somebody, not Tim, but I, I feel like it's a similar personality of person that would be goofing around. And, you know, it would be a fun uh imagery to maybe see old yeah. footage or something he but. said he has some cringe i wonder if he has any of that stuff he must they mu- he must have his dad you know with the video camera must have some tapes of him um but yeah i mean that's <laughs> I, it's funny to remember that kind of stuff I, you know she it was nice for her to reminisce a little bit but again um you know not terribly exciting um but you know it's 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 interesting to think of tim having like just normal sisters (laughs) that are just like regular normal people whose brother happens to be tim heidecker must be strange because he's like you know this kind of lower level celebrity absurdist comedian that has just this like regular very you know just normal ass suburban you know, regular old family. That's just kind of strange to think about. You don't. Yeah. And I think I came up a couple times during the episode, like he had his, you know, his family was around his wife and kids and stuff. And mother were around a little more than, you know, than you see them. And it's, it's just, it's strange to think of this guy as, (laughs) you know, what we see of him and what he must obviously be like in his personal life. Just, uh, it's like a normal, nice, regular old, yeah white family you know just okay well one one thing again i'd hate to you know get down on the episode too hard but i was thinking like how good it would have been for tim to be there and his (laughs) sister to interact with him instead of like the second hand yeah no what do you think tim would have said to you you know sure no i mean that was the theme it, it was just a disappointing like why couldn't have tim why couldn't they save all that stuff and had tim there and just done it a different day or something like. Well, I, I guess yeah. that's just you know it, it. They were all is also shocked to be on and not having Tim there. So it was like they didn't even tell anybody that he wouldn't be there, and it it was just like a it was weird. Wished it was like just done differently, or you know I know they tried and it was like a nice thought, but it was also like every single guest you couldn't help but think like. 
oh, Tim does, doesn't get to have that moment with us. Like, you know, we're just having that. Well, he, he was him. he was watching. I mean, he was watching live on the YouTube and commenting and stuff. And he I think he, he was at work and he he was getting a kick out of like letting the guys, you know, kind of burn out there. But um, yeah, yeah, I, I think that maybe I don't want to say it was a mistake, but the, the not the not knowing was cool up front, like the uncertainty of like, is Tim going to show up? And then when it was just apparent that he wasn't, it was like, okay, well, if maybe if we knew up front that Tim wasn't going to be there and we were having a special, if we knew ahead of time, it's going to be a special Tim birthday celebration, you know, without Tim, you know, like and like made that some sort of a gag that, you know, you could have like, I don't know, maybe there's like more to be done there. Um and it be similar, but to I, but I, but moving forward, a Super Bowl party without the Super Bowl, sure, right? Um, but I think they're gonna have the Super Bowl, but yeah, no, I mean, that's that's it's like I mean the Super Bowl party thing. I imagine will be somewhere between a game night and an Oscar special sort of a situation, but probably not in any production. Yeah. Um, so just moving through, so Gray Niner <laughs> and Phil Braun had a bit we talked a little about gray niner last week and you said i don't know about this great niner and i said well i said what you know phil braun started as just a caller and he's now he does bits very fun very funnily enough they got together for a bit that was a complete train wreck um cricket drops (laughs) just painfully i don't know what they're going for here but i think the gag was gray niners delivering (laughs) uh you know, 45 pounds of steak to Tim and driving out there to L.A. Uh, again, they didn't know that Tim wasn't there. So it was very and then fucking Gray Niner's phone didn't work. It was just a mess. It was a real, real fail. Uh, and I don't want to spend too much time on it because it's just not worth it. But poor guys. Yeah, I, I have to say <laughs> it was or it was funny how not funny it was. It's was it was yeah, it, cringing, painful, dick. like oh, you know, you could picture yeah. Tim watching it and being like, oh my god, this is what I'm getting for my birthday. Like this is this is what Phil's doing for me. Um, but yeah, that was that was rough. Uh, Sam Cedar sent in a video message um, that I thought was funny. You know, in the Sam Cedar uh, Tim kind of. Their little beef is is always funny. I think it, I think that works. Um, you know, Doug throws crickets in there. <laughs> you know, every time he throws crickets in there, like it just vibes something out so hard. Like <laughs> Sam Cedar's giving his message, and you hear crickets. It's just like, oh god. <laughs> um, and then Vic tried to do a little bit where he's like, I don't know why Matt would have. You know, he was like playing along. Like, I don't know. I don't know why Matt would have gotten Sam Cedar. Like Tim and t- Sam Cedar hate each other. Like. And it was just like, ah, you know, Vic, you can't, <laughs> you can't lie, Vic. Like, you can't. Like, you have to be the man of the of truth. Like, it just doesn't, just doesn't come out right. A um, couple messages from Jonathan Rado and and Wise Blood. Uh, nothing very interesting there. I thought Amy Mann and Michael Penn. I thought they that was an interesting um, little talk. Um, Doug asked if they had any funny story, and Amy Mann said that's a terrible question. Um, <laughs> and um, I thought it was interesting to hear that Amy Mann has these little, as Tim called them, salon hangouts where she invites, like, you know, probably famous people over, small groups of them, and they, they all, like, perform or do a little something. And um, 
Yeah, I thought you know there was just something interesting like yeah. inside Hollywood. The, the funny stuff. question question came up almost with every guest that was available to ask, and <laughs> well, that I was that was going was a bad, that, that very was very bad question but. that was going through your mind after amy Mann called it out there like that's a terrible question and then when doug would ask it again it was like ah, remember what amy Mann said that's a bad question i mean it's that's what you do on a birthday though like that it is like it's not a great question but it's his birthday and you have people that you don't know and it's like what do you uh you got what do you, you got any funny stories it, about tim like you're it's talking true. It's true. It's it is true. A, a Tim story is what you'd want to have because Tim's Tim not if he's watching. Yeah, and like, he's not that funny thing. If Tim was there, obviously that would not be the question. He wouldn't say, "Hey, do you want to talk about this funny story?" But since he wasn't, it kind of had to be done. So I'm not going to say it's a bad question, but it's not. <laughs> it's it, it had to be kind of done, and the, in this, they kind of backed themselves into a situation that set themselves up for like <laughs> stuff that wasn't terribly uh interesting interesting yeah or funny yeah um but you know that's that's sort of like yeah um, i mean it was a little interesting but i thought like not, you know like i not thought all the way when they were talking you know like when they just got into like normal stuff um you know they asked you know give me some music that's underrated or you know what do you listen to like that stuff's somewhat interesting to me like it's not funny or you know terribly it's just more like regular podcast fodder but you know, hearing um, that, you know, hearing a little bit about that Judy Sill they brought up, which is, you know, I like yeah, Judy Sill. That, like that, it's fine. It's not like. Yeah. Yeah. A I, huge I feel like if Tim were there, that would be like the line of questions that they would ask. And, you know, you'd get something you'd get something like that out of it. So, yeah, it, it, because they're trying to give us listeners entertainment. And then also, uh, you know, it's it's a tricky sort of line of questioning to say, like, what's a funny Tim story, but you know, you're putting people on the spot. Then they have to like think of something clever. I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I don't know. It, it's, it's a, it's a strange. Well, listen, it's line when they, the way office hours works and Tim's so proud of it is the lack of prep. They just put people on the show because he, Tim Heidecker thrives in that world. And he has two people doing funny drops as backup so it makes for, like, an interesting thing. Like, I always find when he doesn't know somebody and they just are on the line suddenly, it usually turns into something because he is such a performer and such, you know, he will make, he you cannot not have him entertain you. Like, he will figure a way out. Even if it's, like, cheap and he just gets pissed or he will entertain you. Like, he just will. He's not, you know, too nice or anything. Like, and if he knows if it's not working, he'll bail. You know, I it, fully agree with all that, and I I feel like when he's not there, it's it's felt it's felt. Yeah, when he's not there. So. <laughs> yeah, we okay. We know Joe felt it. Um, so I I want to I did write I did note that Vic did a good job during. I thought Vic like had good insight during the Amy Man and Michael Penn. You know, as far as quiet as Vic is through lots of these episodes, he did like jump in, and you could maybe tell he was you know, maybe a little nervous in this sort of role, talking to some famous-ass musicians and well-accomplished uh, people that he probably, you know, cares for. But he knew his shit, and he was able to, like, ask some poignant questions. Um, uh, and then D- then Doug did point out, he said, is this weird that they're coming on and talking to us about Tim with Tim not here? Like, Doug, Doug was aware that this was weird. <laughs> like... Um, 
but you know that's that's what it was so i, I mentioned that um it's probably not weird until you're in the middle of it or you're just like taking it in and you're realizing that uh-huh. this is when you do things like the way tim does i'm like with no preparation you just kind of throw people into the fire you have you know many results that can occur and you know sometimes yeah. it can be a little flat so uh maybe this was something that you thought could just be pulled off and it, you know for the most part it was pulled yeah, off yeah no it was i i i enjoyed it i w- i enjoyed entertaining it entertaining enough yeah there was enough uh different it was a good people that came in there was a lot of like people saying well now you know what it's like to be in my shoes and now you know what it's like to be in my shoes and now you know what it's like to like even matt like getting more involved and it was just like okay everybody has a little more like yeah it is you know the holy trinity plus matt is a it's all all their roles are very important and we all know them and that's a thing so so moving ahead here um you know uh frank black your favorite guy uh, and Doug's favorite guy um, called in with a message, had a had a weird, weird video message. Um, he was wearing a Pittsman's mustard shirt, which, you know, obviously he must be a big fan to get a deep ass cut like a Pittsman's shirt. Um, and uh, yeah, so that was nice. Um, I didn't realize yeah. I, I don't think I realized that. Tim and, and Doug and all them were such big Pixies fans. And I don't even know if, if Tim is or if just Frank Black is more of a, a Tim fan. I could maybe guess that Tim would be a Pixies fan just because of age. His, his age and, uh-huh. you know, Kim Deal. And, you know, it just strikes me as he would be a fan. Uh, mm-hmm. Or, you know, it's probably pretty cool to have Frank Black, Black, Frank Black, know who you are, and and uh, yeah, you know, it's a. It, I at this point for me, I had switched off my my stream of it, and I switched to an audio because my audio was failing me. At I was listening to it at my workplace, and so I did not actually see any of this from now until the end of the show. Well, and I, I listened to it only, but I, I found that as an audio of like Frank Black's uh, you know, jumping in there for a clip, like now I'm like missing on the sight gags of what, what else would, would be going on in the clips. But from the audio point of view, it was just like, I don't even know what that was. Like, was that very strange? Very, very strange. It was not overly interesting or funny and as a listen no you need but it he was, was walking like, around he was walking around his house it was very weird um he was singing i was just thinking uh, it's a cool that you know i didn't even rec i didn't recognize i didn't recognize him they had to point out who it was I, he didn't look like himself they, for whatever they reason said oh now we have frank black on yeah yeah or black francis or they yeah, said they were, that mm-hmm. and i was just like oh sweet but i was i heard the music little music cue or whatever that was supposed to be and it was like that's weird like, yeah, it was it was strange. It was a very strange little video. But but you know you know he's they probably told everybody like hey give us like a you know five second video of you wish. Well, they just Tim. I think I don't even they probably just said hey do you want to leave Tim a video message for the podcast? You know like I'm sure it was very yeah. vague. But I mean he's a creative guy. He got weird with it. Like I said, he was wearing a Pittsman shirt, <laughs> which 
you know. Yeah, you'll just fill me in on some of those. I really will. Good. I will. It was. I mean, it wasn't really great or anything, but it was just like, oh, cool. He's got a Pittsman shirt, which all that means is that unless they sent him the shirt for the video, which I'm sure they didn't. I don't even know where you get a Pittsman shirt. I didn't know. That. I didn't know they sold them. That's like a bootleg shirt. Like, <laughs> I think that's an old, like one of those. Tim and Eric, or no, Pittman's was that like a Time Goes the Mayor? Pittsman's might have been. Pittsman's might have been from Time Goes the Mayor, and it was definitely in like Tim's Kitchen Tips, which is a th- series that came out more recently, where uh, he was talking okay, a lot about Pittsman's. What, yeah, that's what it was for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm thinking of like Basement or something like that. Um. At this point, Matt says, this is not a goof. Tim is not in, even in town. And I was like, okay. So just just finally here, I noted this is when it was like officially like, okay, this is no longer, don't expect him to show up. Um, we got a birthday message. Again, visually, you missed this, but like his family, which was his mom, his kids, and his wife, they like, they like danced and rotated and ran up to the camera and, and said stuff. Very visual. I can't imagine it was very interesting to hear this. Um, I got I I could recognize voices. And yeah, I, I don't think I'd seen Tim's wife before. Um, I don't think she's been on the show as far as I remember up until she's this point. Been on, she was on during like an election, a long election show that they did right around uh, maybe sixteen. Like, there was like a super long episode they did around the election oh yeah 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 on. okay okay yeah yeah I, you know what I, I watched some of that and i bailed so i must have i must have missed that but maybe this is her first time on the actual office hours but yeah okay so i think she also appeared on a game night as well okay well you're you know making me look bad now because i <laughs> i'm supposed to be <laughs> well, watching all that stuff i just i think she was like there was some yeah, super okay. long ones like i yeah a lot of those ones like that where I can just listen to the audio, it's like a good, you know, time filler. Um, Sarah Potenza. Sarah Potenza. Don't know who this is. And I, you know, I looked it up and I still didn't know who it was. It was, she's just a singer on Instagram that the guys must know or something, but she did. She sang property very, very genuinely. And, um, It it was an excellent, it was a nice, very nice, genuine performance of it. Not a joke or a gag or anything. She just went for it. Um, it was great. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It's a great. And uh, Tim said later in After Hours, like, yeah, it was very good. It just shows it's a good song, which is <laughs> kind of what I was thinking. When you write a good song, any performance, and you can do it in a million different ways, is going to still be good. So Property is a great song, in my opinion. Um, Phil and Ni- Phil and Niner, they invited back. Um, and... Uh, you know, Matt says Phil has to save this bit. <laughs> didn't didn't save it. Um, fail again. Um, <laughs> Matt made it. <laughs> Matt was kind of being a little ruthless, I thought, with some callers and stuff. You're getting like the getting some uh, some honest Matt thoughts, which I thought were funny. Like the the twins that are, they're always on, and. You know, he's like, we love you, but, you know, you don't really ever have anything to say. <laughs> like, we just put you on and kind of laugh at you and don't really let you, st- like, <laughs> just like, yeah, that is kind of how it goes. You don't, they don't really say anything. They're just a regular, the regulars, but <laughs> don't bring anything. Um, now we had, uh, now we had the dads, um, which, if you remember back to the eight-hour show, um, 
don't know if you remember the, the the first time they did the dad experiment where they just put the dads together. Yes, the dad experiment was, you know, it's a good experiment, and I know why yeah. they keep going back to that. It's very good. It's it's very fun. It was a bummer that Doug's dad to. could couldn't get on because Doug's dad is sort of like the he's like the baseline. Like as far as the dads go, Vic's dad is crazy. Um, Vic's dad, nothing like Vic. He's like seems like way more outgoing and uh, sort of, um, y- you know, just making jokes and you know had it, you know had you know just like all over it. Um, Tim's dad is your classic dad. I feel like he's just, you know, sarcastic, but like you know, just like he's just more of the middle ground classic dad. And then Doug's dad just seems like an older man, just like an older guy that doesn't really maybe know. <laughs> Doesn't you know? Isn't going in with a big sense of humor. He's just like going in and talking about real stuff. And uh, so the fact that Doug couldn't get his dad was kind of a bummer because he kind of brings it together. I thought without without Doug's dad, it was a little bit. You know, it just wasn't um, as amazing. But it it was nice. Um, Vic's dad had some jokes, and they they showed a picture of you know Vic's dad like goofing on his mom and stuff. It just didn't seem like. <laughs> I don't know. I, again, I, would, I wonder what Tim would have thought of that. I assume he would have been not happy with Vic's dad for that. You know, it was just wasn't a very nice. Um, but uh, I, but Tim did did, did Tim did t- chime in at this point on YouTube and said this is the best um, because I think he he loves the dads too. He loves dads. We all know that. But during yeah, this his interview, dad gave him a dig. Yeah, his dad did bust his balls. He's, yeah, and then he he made up for it later in after hours and sent in a message because he felt guilty about it. But the big moment here of the dads was when Matt asked uh, <laughs> the question of how to pronounce <laughs> loose. Is it loosen hop or loosen? You know, what's the real pronunciation? <laughs> Tim wrote into the YouTube chat. This is the true low point in the history of the show. <laughs> <laughs> you asking that question which made me again just Tim from his he's like him and Eric like directing a commercial or something is on YouTube getting giving me the laughs from his commentary his like few comments that he wrote in the YouTube live while it was happening um so yeah tough one with the pronunciation question Matt Matt got it bad um but Matt pulled a clip on Twitter I saw later on where when the dads were on <laughs> Like a couple of years ago, somebody asked the, <laughs> how do you pronounce the last name? And Tim stopped him and wouldn't, you know, like just, he was just wanted to get some, to something else and just said, yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to follow up on that sometime. So Matt, Matt put a little video up and was like, we've been waiting, <laughs> we've been waiting years for the answer. <laughs> it was like an inside I I don't know if joke, it was it, possibly I, even potentially that in there. I don't know because Tim was railing on Matt about that <laughs> question for the you know he came back and and really sunk it home with that and I was getting a good chuckle out of that so yeah Doug Lussenhop which if you look at it it you know it does look like Lussenhop it doesn't look like Lussenhop um the Fred Armisen message which the guys were a little uncertain whether it was you know whether it was genuine or a I joke. I actually found it to be very funny. It was very it was funny. explained by Tim <laughs> later. I was like, yeah, exactly. Like, it was well, that silly. Well, I've heard them talk about watching each other. Like, that's a thing that I've heard when they're when they're talking together, there's always, there's always this thing about watching each other grow, you know, <laughs> that like mm-hmm. he brought, that he brought up and put in there. It's like, it's just, just to watch him get smarter and <laughs> he's just so smart. Yeah, it was, uh, that was funny. 
Um, it, it's like one of it's like what you are saying to like your Jimmy Kimmel's like on like a late night show. You're like talking about your acting and your par acting partners, and you're you're saying, you know, it was such a great time, and it you know you have such a great yeah, time with your acting yeah, partner. It's very much it's, answering it like a the late night. You know, you just have to say it. nice things, and you say like. Nobody's ever, if like, when somebody's asked, like, what was it like working with, um, you know, Vigo Mortensen? You know, like, <laughs> nobody ever says, ah, he was kind of, you know, everybody's just like, oh, he was just so great and he was so smart. You know, like, he's, ta he's, taking, yes. he's taking that, like, in going, like, times a million with it, which is very cute and funny. Um, yes, uh, very good. But Vic, yeah, I mean. I, Vic, Vic saying there is a little bit of, you know. I mean, you can you can inter interpret that as truthful as well because Tim is smart, and I'm sure Fred does think that he's smart, but it is a dumb thing to say. So, uh, Eric sent in a message, but he said I am with Tim right now, so that was weird, and he just said something really quick. So Tim and Eric were out directing something. I don't know. Um, I would like to know. I'm not lying. I, you know, to be honest, I do want to know. Like, what? Who's hiring them? Tim and Eric still to do commercials? It seems like a probably an expensive and strange request but good for them um like i'm just thinking of a company like oh i'm fucking kind bars or something and i'm like I, you know we needed a commercial well let's let's get tim and eric like it's like guys tim and eric i guess they still work together but like <laughs> i don't know it's like at this point it's like a for for like an executive or some creative team to think to still use them for that good for them but um strange to me to think that like you know what i mean i don't know um so somebody's got the angle yeah i mean marketing. I, I mean i would i you know you know shit if i you know if i ran a company i would probably be like oh those guys are the best um bob odenkirk had a very funny message um doing a bit where he didn't know who tim was pretending it was he was on Cameo, and he did a. He was saying that you know Tim was from the Impractical Jokers, <laughs> and mm -hmm. he also did a Jump in the Pool challenge. Uh, so he did like three bits in one, very quickly. Looking good. Bob was shirtless. You missed this video, Joe, but Bob Bob Odenkirk in great shape, looking good out by his pool in Hollywood, and um, you know action movie star Bob Odenkirk, which is. A yeah. real thing now. Um, He's got to look good for yeah being shirtless. For sure. Robert Davi. Robert Davi. When I say Davi, Robert Davi. Uh, Vic's best friend um, went on a little long. Um, I liked how uh, they had the Goonies soundtrack under there. Yeah, the, good enough. Uh, Sidney Lauper uh -huh. song under his segment. Joe Estevez, um, nothing of note there. Lobster Elbows, uh, again, I noted that Matt was a little, was just harsh on these guys. This guy again, <laughs> just not, Gray Niner and Phil came back, um, and this time Phil was like, I think we really shit the bed here, Niner, <laughs> and he kind of apologized. This bit really didn't work, guys. I got a, I got a laugh out of Phil saying, you know, just admitting to it, like, this bit did not work. <laughs> And he apologized. Um, and then, yeah. then Tim yep. came on the line um, where he's, you know, Tim jumped on 
at the end here. And, uh, you know, he ripped Matt for the, the loose and hop pronunciation thing. Um, I got a, I got a good laugh. He said, looks like you guys are having fun out there. You know, like you could, you could just, you know, I think Tim was maybe getting a kick of out of the, you know, just kind of watching the, I don't want to say the mess that it is, but it just, you're just watching it all unfold and, you know, just watching his show that he's not on. It's, it's gotta be an interesting perspective for him. He definitely said like, I'm not worried about job security or, uh, you know, Neil, he, Neil he mentioned how the zoom is tricky to get. He on did. Also. He did. Which I fucking said, Tim, I wrote that Tim has finally seen the side of the zoomers and he's like, it's a fucking mess in there. And it is zoo. The zoom is a fucking mess. And it's like, I don't know if you've ever tried to watch it out through zoom, but just do it one time just because now that you're going to be on this show just to get like a sense of how insane it is. It's like completely. Well, the, I would want to say, you know, I don't know how close we are to wrapping the initial show, but the best part of the whole episode was the happy birthday zoom, you know, uh, zone out moment. And oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, we'll get there. We'll get there. First we had Neil Hamburger called in. Um, oh yeah, that's right. Neil Hamburger yeah. called in. He wrote, um, you know, his bit was he listed all the people that died at 44, like you've made it longer than these random guys, which was very funny. Yeah, that was that was really funny. Um, we got into some, you know, Tim said that he was up in Oakland working with Bob Weir. So they got some Grateful Dead jokes in there. And Neil was like, you know, Bob was a fucking druggie that was shooting up all the guys in the Grateful Dead and killing them, which I got a very good kick out of you know that was very funny i think he was actually shooting up uh jerry garcia to control oh my god what is what is this what is this conspiracy theory joe is dropping i i heard it from his own lips on a grateful dead like documentary okay well that could be true but he didn't he didn't shoot up brett midland and Pigpen and keith godshaw and kill them all (laughs) no he didn't do that but like he admitted that he had to like help jerry not take too much after shows yeah okay well that's probably true and that's that's sad but true but yeah um (laughs) little carmine from the sopranos called in (laughs) and tim just cut this off he's like i I don't give a fuck about this guy (laughs) Give me, give me Polly. Give me fat pussy. Like, what the fuck am I? What are you doing, little karma? I don't give a shit about this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was very funny. Um, uh, <laughs> then he's probably the available yes. one. So, so at this point, Tim was on the show. You know, kind of for a lot of this year. Um, you know, and they they did. Uh, I I wrote. Yeah, I wrote when they. Um, when they unmuted everyone to sing and say happy birthday, I said, wow, I love seeing you got to go back and see this if you haven't seen this part, because um, I wrote the the full screen of all the Zoomers. We should I, I wrote I wrote in they should cut to that shot more often because it is very funny. And um, and in this case, it was very sweet. Everybody had like backgrounds and. You know, they're always talking about like, how about that guy? You know, they're, they're always talking about people when they're when they're thinking about picking out a zoomer. I think it would be good to cut to the shot. I didn't know they had the gallery view, but they cut to a shot where you see like, you know, 50 squares of little guys and they're like waving and, and doing shit. And it was like, oh, OK, that's that's cool. Um, 
but uh, yeah, you so you enjoyed that uh, little birthday singing and because it was because I was on audio, it was really like I know what they're gonna do here, and when they did it, it was like, yeah, this is actually pretty awesome to hear. And yeah, it was kind of nutty, and Zoom kind of picks up little. It, it doesn't sound as bad as you'd think it does. It like sounds. I think it sounds cool. And yeah, it was. I liked that it, it was sort of was like this ambient sort of uh-huh. sound collage thingy that you know. I'm yes, sure they dig. for sure. So yeah, they did it a couple of weeks ago where they un they unmuted everybody, and um, I forget what that mm-hmm. was for, but that's a fun way to like. Maybe it was for Merry Christmas, maybe, or it was um, some sort of singing. Yeah, scenario. yeah, maybe, yeah. I, I can't remember, but um, I noted. Uh, yeah, I, I noted there was no lick lips. I <laughs> I would have thought there would have been a special lick lips birthday edition, um, but not there. Um, okay, then we get to after hours, which holy shit. Um, I can't even I can't even begin with after hours. It was so fucking long and after hours for me sometimes is exhausting even when all the guys are there and it's good. Sometimes it's like, all right, I don't know how much more of this I can listen to at this moment. I have to split it up. The guys seem exhausted. You're kind of just, you know, unless but, you know, obviously some gold pops in there sometimes, but um you know, it was like, okay, we have cake and uh-huh. Uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know how much I should say because I, I was in pain. Like it was too long and, uh, you know, I was like, please, please stop. <laughs> um, please, please you could stop tell, you could, t- yeah, you could t- like Doug was like trying to wrap it up and I feel like Matt was like, I feel like Matt was having the time of his life out there. He's like, let's just take another call. Yeah, let's take a couple of the call. You know, let's take like three I, more. I, I remember let's at one point, like- yeah, I remember at one point Vic was like, how about we take three more calls? And this is like fucking an hour and 15 minutes into this. I'm like, how about we take uh, three more calls? Like, no, no, you say, how about we take one more and then see how that goes? And you don't yeah. say, you don't put a three out there in there. Oh. That's exactly my thought. I was like, no, yeah. not three. <laughs> um, you know, let's see. I noted a couple things. A guy called in to say that he has an Office Hours playlist of Office Hours greatest hits on Spotify. Okay, great. We can find that. Um, mm-hmm. Christina Lee, uh, Matt's wife, called in and told a little story. Again, it was like, you got any funny stories about Tim? And I was like, okay. Um, you Again, know, awkward that she wasn't talking to Tim and didn't know. And, it was, you know. but she she actually made that good because she was like, well, what? What do you want? Like, you called me to come on. You know, like, she pointed yeah. out the awkwardness of it. I thought she was, I thought she was good, She and she did call them out. And But she told a little story about Tim kicking everyone out of the apartment after they announced the best picture, which I thought I could picture, and that's just, that's funny, of him, think, yep. you know, just, just picturing, again, just picturing Tim in the younger days. The before they're successful um i wrote longest ben levin came on and did a fucking knock knock joke that was not funny and went on way too long and they like did it multiple times and it was like painful um it went on so long that, that tim came back on he like had to leave for a little while i wrote this is the longest after hours ever um I, I, one of the came, one of the more yeah, interesting things one of the more interesting things all the things that we're saying right now yeah yeah, yeah. and one of the um one little moment that I thought was nice was like, 
<laughs> just just knowing the, these guys and from through social media and just following them, like Tim was like staring. He's like, he's like, sorry, I'm like trying to order lunch. And like, oh, what are you ordering? He's like, well, I'm, you know, it's one of Eric's like best ramen in the world situations, you know, which to me, that's just funny to think. It's just not maybe not funny, but it's just like interesting for me to think that, yeah, Eric's this foodie guy and you know and tim's like <laughs> just kind of takes that for granted just kind of just like oh yeah another one of these classic eric you know dinners or lunches or, or whatever that like tim's obviously not that into but like you know can sort of appreciate so that just like a little bit of real life for them I, I liked um i noted um uh let's see um you know they talked a little about what they're going to do for super bowl sunday um, and that's kind of like the last stuff I they, they really got excited about bobbing for corn, um, <laughs> which at the end, you know, they were really getting into that idea. Each one getting their own bucket, clear buckets. Eric Nicktornicola jumped in with some directing ideas of putting cameras underneath the buckets so they could see their faces. So if that if they follow through with that, <laughs> that will be very interesting to watch the Super Bowl. Um but I didn't want to wait to wrap up this episode until after Sunday because it'll be another episode. So if we if we do get a chance to watch the Super Bowl, and I might watch the Super Bowl on like this, the, what they're doing on the Super Bowl on Monday or something. I might not watch it along with the Super Bowl. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how interested I am in the Super Bowl. If the Super Bowl is like a fucking boring blowout, I might do the, the multi-screen thing, but... Yeah, I, I, I like I, to pay attention to I one just, or the other. I like doing the both thing. I'll miss stuff that I might want to see from the from the boys, and I'll miss stuff from the game, and it might just be confusing for me. Um, I haven't decided what I'm gonna do, but I I sort of talked about it with Naya, and, and you know she doesn't watch the games or anything, so I could jump back and forth, or I could just go along with Got both screens or the you know or just yeah, watch or just watch Tim, yeah. I, I could watch football without audio at all. I know I can do that. It's yeah, not a big yeah. deal. And uh, honestly, I could care less who wins the game, but uh, sometimes it's fun to watch the game, you know? Well, because I work in fucking sports TV, it's like it's the fucking Super Bowl. It's like this is my, you know, this is the big game. I, I'm watching it out of interest. I have lots of friends that are working the game. I, I Like, I, ha- I just, I critique the broadcast more so than giving that too much of a shit about the game. I'm watching the sequences and the videos and the things that are in there. And so that, for me specifically, there's an interest level that goes beyond just, like, football. Oh, like, I don't really care about the football at this point. Like, I'm I'm actually just need to check out a football because of my broken heart. But um, they threw up this Puddles video at the end, which, again, this was like, holy shit. This is what we've been waiting like this fucking weird ass slow puddles long song at the end of this hour and 40. Oh my god, I was like, "No, like are you kidding me?" Like like talk yeah. about putting a fucking I do they did do farts. They did fart drops at the end. And uh I thought it was the perfect way to like they didn't do a drop concert because they were just, it, they were done. It's just like <laughs> wet farts to leave. Like just, it, that's how I felt. I was just like, <laughs> I, I, I exactly <laughs> feel the same way. I was just like that fart right at the end is <laughs> pretty much sets the stage of yeah. like, I was how. like, I was like tired and like I woke up, I was on the West uh. coast. I was on the West coast. So I like woke up and watched this whole thing through. It was like a nice day. 
It's like the first nice day that I had when I was in, in Oregon, and I'm like, the whole day's wasting away because I'm watching this fucking thing, and I'm like, just wrap it up, boys. And uh, I, I was uh, I was at work, and I was feeling angry how long it was going. Like I wanted it, <laughs> I was like, I want to just get on with my day here. Yeah. Uh, I actually dude. tried to. I jumped in the Zoom for a little while because um, I was gonna maybe, I was gonna ask about. Um, my question was going to be like, did they know for a long time that Tim wasn't gonna be there? Did they just find this out and just say, "Oh, let's just do a show without him"? Did Tim not want to be there for his birthday? Was you know, like, I just had a couple of little like insider questions that I wondered about, like if they because. You know, I was sort of interested in, in like what the prep was and, and how they, you know, kind of put it together or if it was whatever. But I did not get on. And that's fine. Um, it might have been a nice experiment for them all to just see what it would be like without him to be there. And could they handle it? Could they pull it off? Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, maybe it was always planned for him not to be there or maybe this thing, you know was just like let's just do a show anyway you know he's not they maybe they weren't going to do a show and they're just like we yeah. can do it you know yeah no I, I i wonder i think maybe it just time maybe it timed out perfectly where it's tim's birthday so it's weird for him to be you know like hosting his own birthday um so maybe you know who knows maybe tim booked a gig you know on his birthday purposely so that he you know wouldn't have to address him, the show live or something i, I don't know it, it could all just be very coincidental that yeah, it shook also, out that way, and sure. just like we want, we had this thing planned, and but like, but I, you know, he, since he's gonna Why be, not? I don't know how long he would have been gone. Like, we, we'll never know like what his schedule was if he was gonna be back on Thursday. Like, they could have pushed it back so that Tim was in town and done a show on like let's say Friday, or, but maybe maybe he was gone all week. I don't know. Who cares? Um, so yeah, nice farts at the end, the puddles video, I'm speechless with not knowing what that's supposed to be. And I don't know who puddles is. They kept saying, Oh, puddles. And I don't know who puddles is. I looked it up and I was like, I don't, I don't know who this is. I guess he's like some, he's like a musician guy that they must be fans of that. Maybe he does. I was scratching my head because they didn't mention who it was also i was thinking he's a like, guy he's someone who was on another show that i just don't remember i you I, know it, it probably is and i just don't remember it's a thing that, it's a thing that they must all like and maybe they've talked about it on the show that i haven't picked up on but i didn't know who it was so whatever and i looked it up and i was like who the fuck is puddles and why should anybody give a fuck and i didn't get much of an answer back you know what I mean? It's like I guess he has this this clown thing that he does, and people, you know, that's like a it's like an, an act that he does. But this really like sad, long, weird fucking song was like, what in God's name is this? Um, so yeah, it could be some person who's like you know uh, a TV uh, one of those you know those TV things that they do you know what they bring the uh, I I'm blanking on what that's called but uh, people that have those shows that are just on like a cable or public uh, access show uh, yeah public access no that's, he's he's bigger than like he's bigger than that like he, he is like he I think he's in a band like he's like a singer in like a metal band or something maybe but then he also does this clown thing I don't know I'm done I'm done talking about puddles. No more. Is it like no uh, more puddles? Nope. 
not answering. It's not puddles of mud. No, guy. we're not. We're not talking about puddles. <laughs> puddles was a puddles was like a fucking a nail in the coffin for the episode. It was painful. Um, sorry, puddles. I just don't know what we are going for there. And I and you, if the, if you if you would have played that in the middle of the show. <laughs> I don't know if that would have worked either. So it's almost kind of comical how fucking ridiculously long and boring this song was to tack on the end of an hour and 40 minute after hours. So good job. Um, but what are you going to do? You ask people to send in a thing. You can't like not show, you know, maybe, you know, secretly, maybe fucking Matt watched it or something and was like, oh, God, I don't know. You know, because he was like, oh, yeah, we got to get to that puddles video and just kept forgetting and forgetting and forgetting. Like, oh, yeah, we'll do it at the end. Um, maybe he knew it wasn't a show material. We'll never know. Um, I noted a couple more things that are, I noted, uh, there wasn't one word about the Mr. America watch along that happened last week. Um, so yeah, I, I, not one word from anybody. Usually they maybe talk about that kind of thing. So I don't know how that went. I don't know how the Q and a went. Um, shit. So I, you know, whatever. Um, Phil, I, I noted that Phil, this made me laugh. Um, Phil made an apology video on Twitter, like the next day or later in the day, and apologized. Yeah, later in the day, and apologized for the bit. And it was just like a long, like minute and a half of just Phil, just like he's like, I've been bad in a thousand, and you know, you know, it was it was good. If was he in his car that had no roof on it? He was in he was in the outfit. He was in like the whole full cowboy getup. And Tim wrote a response to the tweet and said, Maybe you should maybe you should change out of the outfit that you wore in the bit while apologizing for the bad bit. You know, like <laughs> it was just like, Oh God, like Phil's just looking for like a like, oh, you know, it's okay, Phil, but instead got just like an extra twist of the knife of like, nah, your apology's no good, bro. But it's all in good fun. Like Phil Phil does know how to handle himself in that situation. He turned it into something somewhat funny by just talking about how bad it was. Um and uh yeah, that's it for Grey Niner, you know. I don't th- I don't know if he'll get another chance. I don't know if he'll get burned at the stake for that bit, but there was there was maybe three too many times they went back to Grey Niner failures there. It was rough. I hate to say that I I, I was onto something there, but yeah, yeah. Sorry, Joe predicted that Grey Niner maybe didn't have it. Um, but Grey Niner was—I don't know, whatever, whatever. Grey Niner was like, he's, 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 no, he's—he's he's just a different. Like, he's not a kind of guy that you would bring bits. It was just funny to see a guy in a truck, sort of like it's funny to have the twins. Like, they don't really bring anything, but it's like funny to see them for a couple seconds, and they're like regulars. And he has a horn that he can honk, and that's it. There's nothing. We weren't expecting him to have bits. I mean, Phil's a different beast. You can't put them in the same category. Phil knows that now. Um, last thing I noted, I listened to the Poundcast with Jason Wolliner. Do you listen to the Poundcast, Joe? I check in uh, here and there, and I saw that app was up, but I didn't listen to it yet. That's a good episode. That's one of the better episodes I've heard of the Poundcast in a while. It's just as far as like you know, Holly. I've heard Walner on other things. Yeah, he's just he's he's full of interesting tidbits. He has an interesting life that I didn't know so much about of him being a child actor and you know he just had a lot of funny stuff to say and a lot of um, interesting shit about um, the Bor. You know, he directed the new Borat movie and he's just Mm -hmm. been involved with a lot of cool stuff. So I, I recommend listening to that Poundcast. 
Like I, I listen, I listened to the one today with Sarah's Whittles connection, right? Um, no, not sure. Um, I like I listened to the one with Sarah, like the new one with Sarah Squirm today, and that's just like, just gross out. I mean, not just like poop and fart and pee and butthole jokes the whole time. Like just, you know, also fun, but just that it could, you know, this one with Jason Wolner was more of like a. You know, it had some silly stuff as per usual, but um, was more of a significant, like, you know, more like a information learning stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. style up. So I recommend that one. The squirm ones, maybe not a rush out and listen to, but if you're, uh, you know, you could listen to it. Um, Is that a play on her name? Like it was an episode that you. Well, do you know? Do you know Sarah Squirm? I mean, she's been on the show before. I mean, she's just like a comedian. I know her only from the show. You know. uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. The show. Sure. I don't. Yeah, I don't. That's where I got. That's where I saw her. But I, you know, she does comedy in L.A. and is friends with the boys. And her her whole thing is gross out stuff. So. That's what the squirm means. Yeah, right? yeah. Okay. The squirm is the squirm. Yeah, I doubt that's her real name or anything. But yeah, so she's mm-hmm. very, and that's just kind of, it's a little more awful coming from her for whatever reason, just because she's like a, it's a little, you know, kind of little girl, and she just talks about, you know, just shit and butts and poop and pee and just gross stuff and you know, so give it a try, give it a listen. It's all good, but um. Yeah, I think that's going to do it for me. We're just at an hour, and I think that that's, I think that's about all I got. Um, anything else? You taking notes or anything, George? It's all in your memory. I didn't take any notes because I usually can, you know, you're going down the beat of things, and you can remember. I feel like I, I can remember each thing. I didn't remember Neil Hamburger, but I think that was actually a high point of the whole show was having him on and. You know, Neil Hamburger has never done wrong on the show. When he calls in, it's always great. I don't know. He's doing a weird character that's like not like the Neil Hamburger on stage. It's like it's like the Neil. It's still Neil Hamburger, but it's like Neil Hamburger still has to go perform stand up comedy. But then Neil Hamburger, that character of Neil Hamburger comes off stage and like calls Tim. You know what I mean? It's like this weird yeah. middle ground between Greg and Neil Hamburger that's like, it's Neil Hamburger, but he's not like doing his bits where he's like fucking swearing and talking about Taco Bell and shit. Like he's just like a more genuine guy that talks in the weird Neil Hamburger voice and it's fucking good. It's just like you don't it's get like that. A, you don't get that anywhere else. Like that's the only it's time you. Turkington half hamburger half turkington sort of thing. yeah yeah for sure well i mean it's so different than greg i mean it's like that's that's the thing you forget about neil hamburger is that it's so just on cinema greg compared to neil hamburger on that phone call it's just like can you that's the thing that's fantastic that's that's what blows my mind about it every time is that's the same person which is just like what the fuck like (laughs) but but turkington's got a, a, a weird quirk where he he He's in like the minutia stuff where Neil Hamburger's like still got his wit with the minutia sort of. Yeah, no, there's this there's la- it's just layers upon layers of, of weirdness that I obviously a big fan of. Um, but yeah, you don't get that. I mean, you get Neil, the Neil Hamburger you get in life. Like we've seen him open up for Tim and Eric, I think. And um, sure. Uh, he's, you know, 
just does the, the his sense of humor and his, his jokes are so fucking crass and vile and just sort of disgusting and um squirm like squirm like for sure but like just very like you know and they're stupid and and, and just like kind of real on the nose but like this other yeah. per, this other persona of him being like a really smart he's like a know-it-all he like not a know-it-all but like he's a smart guy that has a lot of just interesting little tidbits um, he, he brings a lot of pop culture into it too. He's got yeah. the Gilligan Island take, and he's uh-huh. going to tell you a, a joke about Britney Spears. You know, like, yeah. And that comes from of... yeah that that comes from his stage show kind of style stuff. Where he, I guess that's yeah he's, that's he's all little, in there. Yeah, yeah, a little obsessed with that kind of stuff. But so yeah, that was a very much a high point. I thought Doug's monologue was a very high point. I, I laughed a lot at that, and um, yeah, all in all. Uh, interesting episode i want to say happy birthday to tim if he's listening or just to send it out there into the world um 45 years old and still doing this goofy stuff i'm happy it'll be interesting to see the future here what goes on like just can you imagine this show happening in 10 years like it's just weird just like everybody's getting older (laughs) it's like 45 i thought about that like i'm almost 40 you're in your 40s like I don't know. It's like, it's okay to just <laughs> like do this still. Like, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's kind of weird, you know, the, you know, having this keeps me young. I feel like it makes me feel like I'm still youthful because I'm laughing at silly things. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I'm sure that he's making them would say the same thing. Like that's just keeps him, you know, um, but yeah, no, that's 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 the point. But I, I don't know; it just crosses my mind sometimes, just because they're talking about his age and stuff, and I'm like thinking about my age and his age, and it makes it does make me feel better. It's like, well, in six years from now, I could be doing a completely goofy ass fucking podcast show thing and not feel any shame or weirdness about it because one of my heroes is doing that right now and doesn't seem to, you know, seems to very much enjoy it. And I think the uh, I think the point of the the point of life is to do things that you enjoy and not worry about what anybody else thinks. Absolutely. So that will be the note that we end this on. Absolutely. Huh? Absolutely. Is the way we end our shows. Yeah. I did not get to see what older, older dad looks like now. I only could just picture absolutely. And he looks like him. He looks like him. It's funny. I was thinking about that. I was like, he looks like the absolutely guy, huh? Well, you got to go. Uh, you got to watch. Check it out. You'll have to watch. Um, yeah. Um, all right. Well, we'll uh, we'll we'll be watching the Super Bowl and we'll we'll pick it up with a review of next week's episode along with the Super Bowl uh, two for one. I wanted to get this one out before the Super Bowl thing because you know I, I didn't want to comp- you know I didn't want it coming out the same day or I didn't want to record on Sunday so. Glad we were able to get this done. It's Friday night. I'm going to post this tonight. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. We will see you next time. Take care. Be safe. Yeah, you can follow me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, are you trying to get a plug in here, Joe? No. Oh, Joe's trying to get a plug in. I'll I'll plug Joe here. My brother Joe is a fantastic um, painter and... His handle is Joseph Allen Art, if you're interested on uh, Instagram. And he has lots of uh, colorful, strange, abstract paintings. 
Um, so go take a look. Give him a follow. He's got a pretty good following going. So tack on there and check out his work and leave a comment. Click a like. Send some love. Um, there you go. And go to Tiger Shrimp. Go to Tiger Shrimp also. Uh, yeah, if we're going to do plugs, yeah, that my, my cousin Tim has a new record out on Tiger Shrimp Records. Um, he goes by Timothy James. The record is called Team. And I think it's fucking really, really good. Uh, I I talked to a... F- I, I don't know. Just me personally, I don't think there's a lot of records coming out these days that are like it. It's very particular guitar instrumental music that's got you know kind of world vibes and like 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 a uh, doug would probably like it he, he played that um african uh, guitar uh thing uh, mix the other day tim is the guitar player in the my cousin tim is the guitar player in the band antibolis which is an afro beat uh you know band one of the main afro beat bands still existing today he's the guitar player in that band so this is his solo record um, that's out on my record label, Tiger Shrimp. So check it out on uh, Bandcamp, I'm going to say. Go to Bandcamp, Timothy James, um, and you will find that record, and you can support. I need a, a vinyl of that. The vinyl, is not, the vinyl is not out yet, but um, we're going to get back into the vinyl game this year, hopefully. My vinyl guy is all backed up. COVID has really screwed things up with that. Um, my huge wait list to get some vinyl pressed. But we'll be doing that. I have a few records coming out this year, the new Beyondo and the new Timothy James on vinyl. So we'll be seeing those soon. Um, but, yeah, that does it for today's ep. Um, sorry for the fake-out ending. Um, but uh, <laughs> we'll see you next time. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Be safe. Be safe.